Welcome to the Hilly Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We're on episode 21 of season three, the very best one yet. We are beyond excited today. We have a new podcasting series. It's called the Podcast Grind. Well, you know. So what is this series about? We want to start a podcast, but if you're not familiar with it or how to begin, so tune into the Podcast Grind today. It's for the community of people who are interested and passionate about sharing their voice and message with the world through powerful mediums of audio and video. So we're proud to unite as many people as possible to learn, get inspired, and grow better together. So the Podcast Grind is for everyone, basically, whether you are new to podcasting or just got one year under your belt. So each session, we will talk about everything from starting a podcast, launching, marketing, branding, and more. So we'll talk about equipment, editing, monetizing, secrets, and the essentials to help you stand out from the competition. We are continuing our series on the podcast grind. We have a special guest. You probably know him by heart now, Elijah Dirks. He's the founder of Verse Studios. And we are here to talk about, on episode four, the commonly asked questions, FAQs about podcasting uh, for our newbie podcasters out there, as well as our podcasters that are looking to level up their game. Without further ado, I'm going to bring back Elijah Dirks to the hey. show. So welcome, Elijah. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so I just got an energy burst here. Yeah. I'm excited about today's episode. I don't know if you are, Elijah. I am. But I am. I am. FAQs are the best. I just, uh, I had a brain fart earlier when you said FAQs. I was like, what is that? <laughs> what? 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 Yeah, right. FAQs, frequently asked questions, add them to your book of words. All right. So uh, we are talking about a lot of different questions. I get fielded from a social media standpoint or via email or just on my own daily grind talking about my story and helping people out along the way. So I think, yeah, we can get the ball rolling and talk about maybe Elijah, you had some questions that you wanted to address and I can kind of brief on them a little bit more and we can yeah. share share our wealth of knowledge here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that this is probably the open-ended question. Like, I, uh, I, like you said, I receive tons of DMs or messages, right? I do like, F, like I do, uh, Q and A's is what I always called it. Uh, mm -hmm. the question and answer videos on, on YouTube a lot. And I think one of the biggest ones is, is passion to profit, turning that actual, that, that, that hobby, that, that thing you really like to do. Like for me, it was video and, and I just video and photo. I had to have a camera with me for whatever reason. I just had, to, I love telling stories young. And then when I found out, oh, I can take pictures and video of things and tell stories in a much more deep and involved and enveloped way, I was like, wow, yes, please, thank you. And uh, yeah, I guess the biggest thing is like, we want to turn it from passion to profit. How do you do that? And it's not an easy answer. It is a convoluted little journey, I think. And it's different for everyone. For me, I noticed that I, uh, I started small. I literally had no knowledge and no, unfortunately, I had no mentor at the time. I had no one I, I knew 
at all that really was into it. And so I didn't have anywhere to really go. So I went to YouTube and there's really great and a lot to be said. YouTube Academy is real. I am 100% for, you know, be smart with how you educate yourself and spend it doing, you know, educating yourself with things you'll use and need. And YouTube's amazing for that. But also the downside was, is I didn't learn a lot of things that I needed to learn because I didn't know to ask those questions. So finding yourself a mentor or someone that can rush it along, it took me six, took me about five to, yeah, about five years really to, to get fully on my feet at a professional level consistently that I could provide like five star quality content consistently. And like, and it's still a process. It's still a growing process and a learning process. And you have to accept that. Like it's always going to be, but really, I guess it just comes down to putting it in the work. Like you said, day in day and, and, and trying to, to learn and learning from other people is huge getting one job i used to go up and down uh my downtown street in uh in uh app no not appleton in De Pere, wisconsin and i would just walk into stores until finally infidelity sandwich shop was the first one that said okay we'll let you do a video for us and make a little cinematic thing and then you can hang some of your pictures up and sell them at our place in exchange for if you make come in and make a video and it was my first ever like Wow, I got a break. I got someone to say yes. And I walked into, I think it was like 20, 30 different places who all were like, eh, no, or just like brush me off. And so you take that rejection, but hey, I got it. And then you start. You have somewhere to start. And once you build a portfolio, then you start messaging. You're going on the Facebook groups. You go and find work. And then you can shadow people if you want to do weddings. I, Me and my sister will host a lot of times and put together these uh, styled shoots. So if you haven't got a wedding, and it's really hard to get your first wedding if you haven't done weddings before. And if you don't have just, you know, a really lucky or trusting bride or groom, you know, that a great way to really build up your portfolio is is to do what I used to do is, is shadow. And I actually used to I paid someone to shadow them at a wedding and, and basically be a second shooter and they got paid for it. And that's the reality of the industry. And like, that's how it goes. Another thing is styled shoots. Like I go back to where we got two models and we bring them together and. and put together a fake wedding or a wedding scenario and then they can come and get all the photo video they want of like a fake wedding and these portraits and all that stuff with these two professional models who know how to pose very well and it creates a a, a good thing so i think no matter what you do no matter where you do you have to build your either portfolio or your resume you have to build those things and the only way to do it is to eat crow and swallow your pride and and just accept that you started at the bottom but we all did mm-hmm. we all do gotta start somewhere gotta that's really great takeaways elijah thanks for sharing your your experience too on just how you got started or turning that passion into a profit and i think too we can attest as well on the daily grind i did not go in the mindset of making money on my first episode right away i think that's a key thing about doing something you're passionate about you're not going to that mindset where putting that pressure on yourself that you need to make ends meet right away having that strategy in place building off that podcast theme and what you want to do and what you want to get out as the end goal. A lot of times uh, with podcasters, they start as a hobby and then that converts into yeah. a passion because they get so motivated by it, inspired to mm-hmm. continue on that journey and that build that network and community and um, engaging audience. So that mentor, I think that's a really great tip for our audience here listening in today's episode. Reaching out to people that are more knowledgeable, experts in the industry. Again, I wasn't able to answer all the questions right away. So reach out around me, watch the YouTube videos, 
that shadow, I think that comes into play too of me just uh, watching or tuning into other podcast episodes yeah. and understanding what their format is and what their style is. Can I implement it on my own podcast or what is the best fit for my mm-hmm. audience? I think that was really key. And then being able to do those test runs or have those, you know, talking in front of me or if you're not, don't have that confidence yet to uh, talk yeah. to a person or even have a mock-up with a friend or a family member. I think that helps too in the podcast scene. Oh, definitely. I think that that was one of the hardest things was just learning how to vlog and talk. Like I'm talking to no one. I mean, I'm talking to you guys, right? I'm, I'm talking to everyone listening right now. I'm talking to you guys right now. And I, in my head now, that's a, a solid concrete fact. But when you start out, it's it's a little nerve wracking, a little odd because I mean we're sitting here right now in my studio alone, talking to each other, but we're using like language that refers to a group, and like knowing and talking like that confidently without there being a group can be a little bit like a little bit like weird at first. It'd be a little like odd, but I guess like you said, practicing in front of a mirror, getting hours in time in minutes in doing it it's just like it'll come to you and it'll start to be more and more natural Mm -hmm. i think it applies for all aspects of uh, the from pre-production to production and post-production so even practicing or mocking up from a recording perspective as well as your promotion strategy so like creating those assets or if you're um, outsourcing that or even from an editing perspective as well so we do we pre-record the episodes, but then how we want to edit it or how we want to shoot it, uh, what the layout is. And then from a post-production standpoint, like what's the message we want to get across, what social media we would be, want to be on, what we want to cross-promote with our special guests. Um, you could probably attest Elijah on just that video aspect of it as well. Yeah, cross-promoting and just putting in, like I guess like you're just saying like what it goes into. Pr- yeah, or just yeah. from editing from like that, uh, chopping up that long-term content into short-term, yeah, like what's the best? Oh, yeah what a question you, you right did, you, did, you definitely had over time you probably had to like yeah. what's what's the most engaging or yeah i you're totally right and i mean i try to follow a pretty traditional story arc architect for my my video structures um i i i will say this one thing you learn over time is the more like pre-production that you do the more time and effort i've put into putting together a outline for my vlog like i've spent time where i sat down and gave myself an afternoon to just write out a really comprehensive outline that i can print off and fill out for each video and keeps you on track and make sure you're touching the points i know exactly how many clips i need to make a six to eight minute video that fits perfectly in a in the, my watchable audience's like preferred variable time i know those things and i and i i found out the questions i need to ask and I keep asking them mm-hmm. and I keep adjusting for the times. And like, honestly, and I say this a lot, <laughs> you gotta just do it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. just, I, I know it's, I keep, it's, I sound like a broken record, mm-hmm. but it it's like, I am no smarter than anyone out here right now on this site, like listening. I just keep failing until I don't <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that's, uh, that's it. Yeah, just like those action steps and follow up when needed. Hold yourself accountable. I know yeah. accountability is so big, and it's a it's a big word out there. And people like you probably get that uh, in your normal nine and to five grind. Yeah, like yeah, guidelines of what you're accountable for, like mm-hmm. writing it out. Because like mm-hmm. a lot of times I struggle to hold myself accountable because I don't really know what I'm accountable for. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> again, going back to that, that Q and a, if, if you don't know how to answer that question, like ask like someone that's tuning into your episode or what do they think, put yourself in uh, the consumer's shoes on like, okay, what do I need? Or what do I expect my, the host or the, the podcast to contribute? Or um, what do we uh, look to learn from them? Mm-hmm. Or it's like me coming today, like, uh, and all the past episodes I've, come to this table just eager to learn from you because i am so interested in, in all the ins and outs of this 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 podcast world and like i genuinely have i mean i've filled up almost three pages of, of you know <laughs> notes i mean <laughs> we're doing something right <laughs> yeah right yeah you, you do a you do a really good job i think of of addressing the the mental hurdle that goes into sitting down and creating because that's that's where i think that's where i know i struggle is once I sit down to start editing, no problem. Once I start recording, no problem. It's finding that motivation, finding that whatever to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so hard. And yeah. I've been doing this for a little bit, like a little while, and it's still hard. And it, I'd say it's no harder. If, if anything, it's harder to start now than it was in the beginning. Because at least in the beginning, it was exciting and new. Mm-hmm. Like now it's it's become a, a routine, a habit, a... a core knowledge of mine like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think so too just having that motivation to start i mean all of us out there have those excuses of oh i don't want to do this i'm a big avid runner so like how to get myself you know get my shoes on and go on my run so don't have those excuses just kind of go into that having that right mindset i think we were talking off air like that's my mantra and that's why i'm preaching right now a lot because a lot of times you have those those on days you have those off days the ups and lows on after uh, producing content uh, your audience likes or sometimes you get that negative feedback and how you can work around or overcome those challenges and keep pushing through the ups and lows like even when you feel like shit and you don't want to make a video or you don't want to do a podcast but you still have to do it like you got to keep it alive like Mm -hmm. consistency so i guess that brings me to another question i have for you is what are some common mistakes you see in podcasts like like when people are putting together their first podcast or what are mistakes you made that you'd recommend to avoid yeah that's a really great question oh that's a big question yeah yeah so i guess we'll we'll chunk it up so common mistakes i see with podcasters what they make just having the having the mindset that they have to know everything in order to hit that publish button I think, again, if you look back our our journey at the Daily Grind, episode one of season one is completely different to where we are today in season three on what we've done with the show and able to uh, schedule it out and who we have and our promotion side. We weren't on all social media right away. So uh, start somewhere and don't get overwhelmed. Again, I think a key tip is just don't compare yourself to others at their point in stage because everyone has their own Daily Grind. There's there might be more people that are focusing 100, 110% on just podcasting on their specific a- episode, or they have a team of 20 people that can do all parts of their, yeah. all parts of the, the production here. So uh, do what you can put that bite sized pieces. I think with that end goal, you need to chunk it up into smaller goals along the way. So once you hit, I think we mentioned in episode two of our series, I think after 16 episodes is basically that hump that you know that you're able to sustain yourself in the long run so maybe yeah. you start with that goal in mind and then kind of go from there like how many followers are incremental how many people? goals that's a great one uh, incremental yeah. goals don't just write on a piece of paper where you want to be end game like really write out what you need to get done that week what you need to get done over the next two weeks what you need to get done by this month and that's what i set up for myself that has shown that's why i've I've been able to go full-time in the past two years because setting up that system and actively practicing it has 
given me like like a due date. Like as silly as it sounds, I'm a person who needs a due date. And when I have a due date, it, it motivates. It gives me a reason to like really, okay, no, I need to buckle down. At the end of the day, it, it's going to become part job, part passion, part, you know, stress. Oh, <laughs> like definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be easy by all means. It's not all rainbows and smiley faces all the time. You have those, you have those highs and lows. You might have those uh, difficulties. Let's say if you're an in-person recording, uh, your audio doesn't work. And you have to go with your backup. Like things happen or if yeah. your guest cancels on you and they no longer want to be on the show, like you can work around it. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You um, got to roll with the punches. Exactly. Same thing too. Or even from um, an audio equipment standpoint, we'll talk about this more in the next episode on uh, building your podcast today, but having, you know, investing X amount of dollars into your equipment, like you can start from scratch on, you don't really have to have too many things yeah. going into it. Um, again, just going back to the uh, incremental goals yeah. along the way. And budgeting um, your timeline, like yeah. mixing your timeline with your budget and like saying, okay, this month, this is what I pull in regularly out of this. I want to put X amount away for this hobby or passion as it starts. And like by this date, you know, like two months from now, I want to be able to have this type of microphone and stand and like putting it there just actively puts it in the forefront of your mind. So like instead of buying that extra cheeseburger out, maybe you just come home and eat a sandwich. Mm -hmm. And you put that money you would have spent at thirteen or ten dollars or eight dollars away. And then also in a, in two, three weeks you have enough to buy a microphone. And it's just there. And like that's one of those things that I, I learned from uh uh Anthony Robbins, uh, financial book I used to oh, yeah. book I read. One of his books, many books. But it's changed the way i've grown and scaled my my company i mean i'm i have no debt in my company equipment and i have a significantly large amount for mm -hmm. a single oh, person definitely. of like i mean i've got a whole like gear cage back there and I, i'm very blessed and been very fortunate to you know be in an op a place to, to have these things but also a lot of that came from the fact that like putting that money away like it's it, and it's genuinely what i try to do like like just last night I went to go pick up McDonald's for my girlfriend and I was like looking at it and I was like, oh, you know what? I don't need it. There's stuff at home I can eat. So I didn't get it. But I took out like, you know, the, the eight whatever dollars. I, I think I took out like a $10 bill and said this would have been my meal tonight. And I put it into I put it into my uh, little jar. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like whatever. But hey, in three weeks, I'll probably have enough to, you know, get a new lens or something. And like yeah, that's yeah. really kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say like goal setting and just being able to kind of be realistic with those goals as well. I think we were talking off air too, or fun fact on like, for instance, everyone knows Joe Rogan out there. He just <laughs> signed that contract with Spotify, but it took him like 10 years to get where he's at today. Yeah. And that's coming from a guy that had a pretty decent sized following yeah. even before podcasting. He, yeah, before the podcast, he was already considered a, a well known, like famous semi, like a C, a C grade fame. Sure, sure. I mean, which is huge. Like, that's a large grade of fame, like, yeah, for the yeah. average person. And then, you know, 10 years still in grinding. Mm -hmm. Grinding. Yeah, he's a, he's a wiki, wiki page now. Yeah. <laughs> or wiki, pa wiki page. I feel like that's our generation's <laughs> goal now. I always think, like, I need a wiki page one day. Uh, but, yeah, setting those realistic goals, I think that's, that's key. And then, two, I think a common question or mistakes I see uh, early on with podcasts you make is making money the first day on the job. Yeah. People always think they're going to start like they're yeah. going to start and they, they should see money. If anything, you should see significantly less money in your account mm -hmm. every month for the first two to five years. Yeah, it, it's an investment. You invest it in yourself, go in for the long term yep. with this. So 
you're not going to get like those brand sponsors right away. You have to build up content. Obviously you have to have those numbers behind your name or behind your podcast to show you need to have a reason the brands want to sponsor you reason for them to sponsor. And it's a, it's a mutual agreement both ways, or you want to have that exposure uh, when the time is ready. So Mm -hmm. again, going back to don't compare yourself to other, because everyone's on their own timeline in regards to what they're doing in their own niche. So I think that's really important, but yeah, we can talk a little bit more on that, that passion to profit. Cause we have a lot of daily grinders out there that have, you know, they're doing their nine to five job, but they also have a side hustle, but they're looking to level up their side hustle or even go full time with that. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess. So I have a three step plan that I use to go from part-time slash my residual income, you know, or not residual, my, my past, my passive kind of part-time income into my full time. I'm like provide for me and, you know, my family with, and essentially I like, I break it down this way. Number one, I'm always thinking of where do I would need to be each month? All right. So I think of, okay, what do I need to pay every bill from your rent or mortgage to utilities, internet, everything that that goes into that. Then I go into what are all of your costs for your business or your podcast. Then you look, I look, use that. Like once that's all written out and you have kind of a gauge of what you need, look at what you're, what you were bringing in and how you were living. You need to make at least at very minimum, you need to make that. Mm -hmm. I, what I did is I would slowly wean back and, and I was fortunate in a position where I could do this with my work. A lot of people can't, but I would try to wean back my hours, you know, every week or every two weeks or every month by five hours that month or five hours that week or two hours that week or an hour that week. And I used that time, that dedicated time to work on my hustle. So that's where point two comes in is dedicated time to work for yourself. That's so, so underrated. And it's just recently been talked about pretty, pretty like encouragingly. It's like we constantly are working and spending all of our energy and our, our best selves go into someone else's dream every day. If like when you go to work, unless you're really doing something you're passionate about and love. And if you're trying to do something like go from passion to profit, odds are you really don't want to be doing what you're doing. So think about it this way. It might be your Saturday and you might just want to relax and rest, but why should your boss who rides your ass for this or that reason get all of these benefits, all of the 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 main proceeds from your hard work and get the best version of you, the most energetic, the most like hard working, the most out of you. Don't you as you deserve the best of you. Mm-hmm. So give that to yourself. You want it? Give yourself the hours that you put into your work. Give yourself a Saturday. Say, you know what? This Saturday, I'm not going to go out and and party or go to the bars or I'm not going to lay around and play video games all day. I'm not going to. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to work from maybe just do a normal work day. Work your normal hours. And then you still have your afternoon and it's a normal day. And odds are you'll spend most of it sitting down doing research. And that, that could mean anything from researching what you need to put into it, from putting together a plan, from writing out itineraries, from getting your, you know, your... LLC or all that formula like there is so much that you can do Mm -hmm. and basically putting that together now and that brings me into my third point is once you've got that stuff all built together and you're starting to see that you're you know at that point where I always was very like I I always want to jump the gun and I love to take a risk and for better or worse I am more than willing and I I did that when I went full-time with this is I kind of had just i just 
barely was making a little bit more than I was doing this than, you know, while working with my job. And I thought if I'm spending about 30, 40 hours of my time and my spare time, not my full energy focus time, and I'm making about the same to a little bit more as my, my, you know, employed position. What if I, you know, if I had all that time, I thought, okay, that'll be great. Well, there's also a limit to your market cap and stuff like that, but I just decided to jump for it where normally most people advise that you need to make basically consistently for anywhere from six to eight months. Some people even say a year longer, your side hustle needs to make as much. And some people say double. Mm -hmm. And I would agree with that. And especially if you have a family or people that depend on you and there's a lot more variables that go into that. And me being 22 and young is I kind of have the ability to make those kind of reckless decisions because at the end of the day, like if I, if I, go broke or go bust i can i've got a plenty of life to start over again mm-hmm. and i believe in high risk high reward and so figuring out where you stand on that point allows you to really just plant your feet in the mud and send it and, and like you said earlier hit the ground running hit the ground running hit the ground running and, and you got to just blindly accept it you got to fall into it there's no other way all the details will come specifically to your scenario i can't tell you what to do and when to do it at what time but i can tell you this there is something to do at that time, and you need to do it. And that's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, Elijah, again, so many gems. Your experience <laughs> you're sharing with us on The Daily Grind, super huge with our audience. I think it goes to show he's a perfect example, true Daily Grinder out there, You know, turning that passion, something you're passionate about, into a full-time, full-time job, what you do on your Daily Grind. And just, yeah, being able to budget, plan ahead, You know, look at the scope of this thing. Again, if you need to ask people around Mm -hmm. go for it ask for peers advice uh, mentors people around you get the whole picture but then yeah be able to take that risk that leap of faith have confidence in yourself your your worth what you can contribute what your experience is i think that's really important and it all comes to that confidence your worth your experiences all that and knowing what to charge and when to charge that all just comes from straight up getting good at what you do and knowing and knowing like kind of knowing the industry but more knowing your specific strengths because there are a hundred and one million some freaking <laughs> podcasters out there and there's the same amount of people who are vloggers and photographers and all that but one thing none of those people are is none of them are kelly johnson none of them are elijah dirks none of them are you sitting there right now listening use that my whole brand, this my aesthetic, my color science, everything that put that goes into to my version of me is genuinely the things that I am. Mm-hmm. And I built my style and everything off of what I love. Like I and how I visually like to see things and do things. And that's why it kind of came a little bit easier, I'd say. But man just i don't know it's hard because you want to try like yeah. and be so professional so yeah. quick when you start yeah. it's hard because i did i haven't you know i'm at i'm at fault for that when i started out i tried just like every other vlogger and i just tried shit I tried to make it look like their stuff because they're doing really well and you look up to them so you want to be like them and that makes mm-hmm. sense and there's also you learn a lot by mimicking others mm-hmm. the thing is is don't get stuck mimicking others do it to learn maybe but figure out the system figure out it all and how you do it and then you can Hold true to yourself. I think we were talking about this too on episode three on just podcast promotion and what your brand is about, your values, uh, define what your identity is and what you want to preach uh, to your audience and what that 
that message you want to voice to everyone out there to share your content and your story share that wealth of knowledge again reach out to others build that community that following i think that's really important yeah common mistakes i guess too to to add on in addition about taking that leap of faith is everything's not gonna be picture perfect along the time so both of us have overcome stuff we were talking off air on like hey i missed some recordings on different things or i didn't have the audio the best quality as possible people cancel our interview within a couple hours before going like the list could go on and on so there's always going to be things that you have to to take into consideration you can minimize those risks i think with just playing ahead and just doing your research and asking questions i think that's the key one for me yeah, I, I agree. Hit every topic there. I've got nothing to add. That's that was really good. And just coming from a budget and resource perspective, just just doing that research. There's books. There's uh, YouTube. Uh, there's video. There's people that do this as their full time job yeah. as well. Daily grinders out there. So I think this is a no brainer by any means. On yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why we label this episode as FAQs. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a. You can always ask questions. Elijah and I, we're always open to DMs, so we can yeah, point you in the right, course, direction, right direction if we don't have the answer for you today. Or just being able to invest in yourself, making the best of the best. When you do the good out that when you feel good, you do good, and you're able to perform exceptionally well. Yeah, yeah. And, and going back to the DMs and open, you know, if we see a lot, of, a lot of things that you guys are requesting, like a lot of these DMs where you guys are requesting you know, a certain thing, then maybe it's something that you know Kelly touches on in a podcast altogether and goes in depth for you guys, and it's it's stuff like that. That's how you get the content and the information that you're really you're hungry for. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Always stay. Yeah, always stay hungry for growth and be able to to learn, expand, make adjustments along the way. It's interesting because there's no uh, <laughs> there, Frankie again. There's no. Uh, there's no secret. Like I want there to be this this golden chalice. This 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 one thing that if you do this this is the the key to the puzzle and everyone wants that like i'm hungry for it i'm sitting here doing a podcast <laughs> wishing i could tell you the secret i've been looking for my whole life like but here it is plain and simple do it work hard <laughs> get the bags under your eyes and yeah. pull your hair out cuz that's the reality is you want success you want all these things you want to replace passion to profit is one word work Hard, work often, and work focused. Yeah, that's daily grind, you know? Daily Uh, grind. (laughs) Yeah, I missed the perfect time for a punchline there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's daily grind. Uh, Most most times I have not uh, the influencers or podcasts you see out there. They put a lot of, uh, we even talked about this on episode one. This is BTS, man. This is behind the scenes. Um, what's going on? So we're trying to expose you to the most most part of it. Sorry. (laughs) Just from podcast promotion to guest etiquette to, you know, all about the customer having that great storefront when it comes to telling your story online on the website or from a social media perspective or from uh, being on YouTube, your video content, distributing on the right mediums at the right time. I guess another key question I get a lot is when is the right time to publish my content or share my content and you could probably talk about this too as well yeah 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 so i could say on the i'll talk first on the podcast side so when's the right time well time is now i would say but going back to what we've been i I sound like a broken record here too (laughs) with consistency but uh pick a day of the week i'd say if it's a weekly release or launch schedule or if it's monthly whatever the time period is hold that regular routine because i think that holds you accountable to, to publish at that time as well as your listeners then can 
anticipate for you to yeah. have that content. And if then they and know now. you're supposed to post in those days, like posting that, you're right. It keeps you accountable. Because then if you don't post, they're all like, what? What's going on? What are you doing? Where'd you go? What? <laughs> so, yeah, consistency. I'm one to post. Then the second question is like, okay, Kelly, I got the got the podcast idea down. I got the theme down. When should I, you know, roll this thing out and get get my podcast up and rolling on Spotify, Apple, and all over the place? I go back to the strategy. So you've done all your research. You have the theme. You have your audience. Maybe you record one or two guest episodes already beforehand before you hit the publish button, which is a good key tip too if you're kind of worried about your timeline. I would say. Look at the calendar, whatever your niche is on. So let's say if you're talking about sports, it's a football podcast. Well, maybe try to kick it off right before the season starts. Yeah, that could be a a good one. Or just in general, maybe look at the look at what you're doing later down the road, back half of 2021. If your schedule is getting, you know, busy towards the holidays, maybe let's try to do right before, right after. Yeah. Or it's that's actually a great point. Is like what I tend to do is during the Christmas time and into New Year's, since I know basically Christmas to New Year's, I'm going, I, I'm traveling, seeing family in a lot of areas where they're like one, I can't, I don't have time or the ability to, to make and edit these videos, and and then I definitely don't have the internet capability up in northern Wisconsin like to upload. So what I do is I I build up all this themed content where I make a a video or I do something that is themed to the Christmas day or to New Year's day or to these different occasions that it allows me like I I may post every week, but it doesn't mean I made that that day or that week. (laughs) You know, a lot of times I will, but like I also keep a a reservoir of of just uh, edited, put together videos like they're relevant to my theme and my sure, niche, sure. but they have no like they're not a part of a series. They have no like they don't need to be posted on this day at this time, and there's no like designing attribute to it that's like oh that can't that couldn't be that there at this time of the season. And those videos are a lot of like tutorials or walkthrough videos or editing things that I hold on reserve to post when like say someone does cancel, and you don't have content. Well, that means that you messed up even though your client or your guest canceled and now you don't have content to be able to make and they you could say they screwed you quote unquote no not really you should as the person who you're in charge of this podcast this is your responsibility this is your thing this is your vlog this is your you chose to do this you cannot hold anyone else accountable except yourself so have a retain have a, a contingency plan also great one elijah yeah the backup plan know how to roll with those punches and even too i think let's say you have that first the first time a guest cancels on you make note of that make note of how you did to react to that the aftermath on like okay now i should have a backup plan or hey this is what i did after they cancel out me i have someone lined up right away to fill that vote that void in yeah that's another thing too having a backup speaker yeah so yeah you can always learn from your experiences so like understand how you reacted to that situation and then make note of that possibly in the future like hey this is how i overcome that challenge and that actually makes it a lot easier down the road so just getting back into that schedule format so yeah by the time this this is our fourth episode in our five episode series like this is during a time where I just ran the Boston Marathon, essentially, and uh, so I probably wouldn't have time to record. So it's like perfect example right away here. So another common question or questions that we've answered through our earlier episodes in this series is just coming up with a podcasting theme. So again, like what ideas should I do or, you know, what should I talk about to my audience? We talked about that in episode one of this series. Another great question 
idea is just how to uh, set up, you know, in-person and virtual uh, guest appearances. That was in our episode two of this series. So I'd say reference to episode 19 of our season three. And then I would say from the podcast promotion, we talked to, we answered a lot of questions on this on uh, episode 20. Yeah. Yeah. On this touch base. So Elijah, our listeners are learning so many great takeaways from you. Best practices on podcast grind in um, in content creation in general. Where can they learn more about you, follow you on social, all the above? Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, for sure. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, basically all the social media at, at Elijah Dirks underscore. It's uh, E-L-I-J-A-H-D-E-R-C-K-S underscore. And that is pretty much everything for all my stuff. You can also find me online at my website, which is just Verse Studios. That's Verse like a song. And then Studios, V-E-R-S-E. And then Studios. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty simple to find. It's, uh, feel free to check me out, guys. And if you're interested and feel like we'd work well collaborating, love to. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Elijah. We'll be sure to put all of Elijah's contact, where to find him, his social and website in our show notes as always. Appreciate that. So here we could probably just stay tuned. We have one more episode in this series to talk about just building your Yay. podcast today. This yeah. is an exciting one too. Yes, yeah, so we're building up to the the big one. The big one. The big, big one. one. Yeah. Yeah, here All we right. go. That's a wrap for today. I hope you enjoyed our episode and uh yeah, have a great day. See you later. Thanks for tuning into the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. grind through our episode four look at this we're halfway through yeah <laughs> welcome back welcome back all right guys thanks for having me